episode 144, Fear of Feeling Our Feelings. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for being here at the Becoming You Forever podcast. My name is Emily Peterson, and I will be your host. I am a master energy healer and certified neural life coach. I'm a mother of four and a wife of 15 years. I love the beach. I love my feet in the sand and the water and connecting to the earth and all things music and fun and play. I love dance fights with my son where we play and pretend. And you know what? I love using my unique gifts and abilities to help busy women access their inner guidance, confidence, and power to be able to transform their life from the inside out, to finally conquer overwhelm and anxiety, and to feel in control of their lives again, thus becoming the next level version of themselves, becoming you forever. Thanks for being here. Okay, first of all, I just want to say I apologize. Last week's episode was actually ready and going and all saved to be published on a certain day at a certain time. And apparently it wasn't the right day and time. So so it got out there a little bit later and that's okay because um, we all do the best that we can. And it just goes to show that we're all human and that I still feel that it's important to get this message out there and to share this podcast. So here we are with another episode. Enjoy. Let's talk today about being fearless feelers. Yes, I was listening to an amazing podcast episode by Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School. And it was really incredible because she is talking about how we are afraid to feel our feelings, which means that we're afraid to do certain things, whether it's create boundaries and stop people pleasing and, you know, make certain choices and move forward with certain things that we want to do in our life because we're afraid of how it's going to make us feel when we do it. And I can relate to this because I have let fear and emotion really hold me back from the bigger, more amazing things that I know I'm capable of. So I had an experience where when, I I know I shared some of this experience, but when I got sick and when um, there was just so much emotional distress that I was so out of balance, I could barely see clearly physically, but even mentally and emotionally, I was all over the place. And I literally couldn't see past the emotion that was so present. I couldn't get through it. No matter all the tools that I was using and all the ways in which I was able to, you know, apply the things that I already know, like I already have so many tools in my tool belt to apply and to help and to release so many emotions and nothing was working. And I wasn't even feeling like my full self because my mental and emotional state was so, so low. I actually became aware of this, what I called an emotional addiction. So when you're addicted to something, right, you feel like you have no control over that specific thing that you are addicted to because you have given in so much to what it is 
that you think that we think would take away the pain or take away the moment that we're in and keep us from having to feel a certain way. And so we become addicted to it. And it's literally wired in our brain because we've gotten so used to telling our brain that this is the thing that's going to fix us and help us. So we kept repeating this specific action, or we kept taking this specific thing, or we kept eating these specific foods, or we kept telling ourselves these specific words. And me, I kept feeling specific emotions and dwelling on them. They became an addiction. It was hard to overcome because it was something that I felt was protecting me. I felt it was so natural and it was so familiar and it was so easy that I just needed it. I had to have it. And it was the only way that I could get through any moment. And so these emotions became then what I held on to as my source of getting through the day and telling myself stories and trying to get through different things. And some emotions were actually really good emotions. And some emotions were really pulling me away from the version of me that I want to be. And these emotions that were pulling me away were stronger. They were more powerful. So imagine it's similar to, you know, relationships. If you have certain people in your life who you know are automatically draining your energy and they're the kind of people who always have a pity story and they're the victim and they bring you down every time and you know this, but you never create boundaries and so then they're always around and you're always feeling sucked of your energy and you're always feeling like... It's so hard to be around that person, but you never get away. Then the point is that you have been the one to basically keep yourself stuck in that situation, right? So if you want power over that and the way that you feel in those moments is by creating boundaries. If you don't like the way certain people are talking when you're around them, Say you have one particular person that always brings up a certain situation and you just, it, you know that it's going to really, really drain you and it's going to bring you down and that it's really hard and you don't like being around that person when that happens. So you could easily just, not easily, sometimes it's not easy. I absolutely understand that. But you could go to that person and say, hey, I really want to hang out once in a while or I, I want to be around you. But every time you bring up such and such situation or you talk about these things, it makes it so I don't want to be around you. So if you choose to start talking about these things or bringing up this certain particular subject or whatever it is, then I will just leave right? So it's similar to if you want to create a boundary with yourself to gain control over a food addiction. Like I said, I know it's not easy because I've experienced that as well. And you you could be just stop buying certain food. If it's hard for you to stay away from things that have sugar in it, 
then it would be much easier to either not have those things around and so easy to access or not have as much of it and find support to get through it. So you're creating these boundaries. So creating boundaries around emotional fears and feeling our emotions is to actually be with those emotions. Understand. So first, like we said, with a certain person or situation or things they bring up, you'd want to create a boundary. You first have to understand what it is that's causing this discomfort around this person. Oh, it's always this particular subject or it's always this particular way that they bring things up, um, whatever it is, right? So you, we need to first understand that our emotions are something that is telling us it's basically an alarm telling us that there's something deeper going on. So sometimes it'll show up in our body because actually a lot of chronic pain and chronic illness and uh, situations within our body are caused from emotions and they're attached to them and they're attached to the stories that we tell ourselves about certain situations or about people or about the emotion that is going on. And it could be something from way back in the past. We don't need to relive the past, but sometimes we need to peel the layer in order to get rid of the disgustingness that we don't want, you know, like a potato. Say you're peeling a potato and you see that there's a bruise or um, something deeper. It's just really gross. You don't want to keep that big, nasty black spot in the potato. You want to actually cut it out or, you know, get to the problem. But it doesn't mean you have to throw the whole potato away just for that one spot. So just like our emotions, we don't need to just try to cover it up with something happy, something better and positive emotions. We also don't need to get rid of the whole thing and say that we're no good and we're useless, right? So getting to the core of the issue, whether we feel it in our body or we recognize it in our life and it triggers in certain situations or with certain people, if we understand that emotion that's coming up for us, we can be much better at feeling it and getting through it. So feeling fear, feeling discomfort, feeling overwhelm can be uncomfortable. I know this because I've done a lot of it. And as I sit there and as I was listening to this podcast, she's, she is just so good at what she does. And she is just incredible at the way she teaches. And so this is why I love to be a student through so many other people who are so amazing at what they do. And I take these things and I apply them every single day. And as I'm sitting with an emotion, I learn to feel it in my body and where it's coming from. What, what is showing up for me? It's showing up in my stomach. I'm feeling this anxiety. I'm feeling this nervousness or this fear or whatever it is. And I sit with it and I breathe with it and I say, okay, here you are. You're here. You're showing me that I'm uncomfortable and it's showing up in my body. My stomach is feeling a little queasy or feeling these butterflies or feeling um, sick to the stomach, whatever it is. 
I'm just going to sit with it. It's okay. The worst that's happening is an emotion. Emotion is energy in motion. It's a vibration that shows up in our body in a way that sometimes we don't know how to handle. And when it comes to anxiety or panic attacks, it can show up in ways that we feel out of control because our body literally might start shaking or cause us to be weak and um, can also cause the brain to shut down, can cause the brain to feel like it's overloaded and then it has no other way to think about anything else. Its only focus is to try to keep us safe and this emotion is then the enemy but it doesn't know how to conquer this enemy. So it puts us in a position of maybe just being in a ball and rocking back and forth, right? So the way to conquer this is to feel it. It's like your distressed child who comes to you, you want to fix the problem. It's so easy to just want to fix everything for them and not make them go through it on their own or not let them feel certain things on their own. But the most important thing we can do as a parent is to let them experience their experience, their feelings, go through what it is that they're going through and not fix it all for them. Not always save the day because that's not always what's going to actually save their life and their brain. And so if we explain to them, oh, this is, this is just a feeling that you're feeling, let's find out what's actually going on. You know, okay, you have this feeling every time you have to take a test, it's scary and you feel nervous and you get anxiety. Well, let's find out how we can just really recognize that that's what the feeling is and sit with it for a minute and know that it's only a feeling. It's not the enemy. It's not trying to kill us. It's not trying to hurt us. It's just an emotion. So, If we can see our feelings and those emotions as just what they are and stop judging them and creating stories around them and stop overthinking and then stop trying to replace that emotion with a different emotion so we can feel better in the moment or if we can stop what she uses is the word buffering which I really like too, because like my episode last week, Buffering with Gratitude, I was using it in all the wrong ways and it wasn't really effective for me when gratitude's supposed to be helpful and supposed to be, you know, empowering. So just like if we're trying to get through an emotion and we choose to eat something instead of feeling the emotion, we tend to get used to that action, right? Or if we don't want to feel a certain emotion that's coming up, we sometimes run away from it by getting out of the situation. Or we sometimes watch TV too much. Or sometimes we yell and we get upset or we throw things or we hit or whatever we do. We we can have a better process by actually sitting with the emotion, loving ourselves through it. So I know I bring this up a lot and it's because it's such an important method. It's such an important thing. And something that I have shared in a past episode is the importance of how when we tap around the meridians and certain pressure points of our body, that can literally help us get through the pain and the emotion. And what it does is it starts to send signals to the brain that we're safe and we're okay. 
All right, so we can start to shift through some of these emotions even faster. And something that I'm actually looking forward to as I go to therapy is what's called EMDR and having this electric um, pulse that can help through those emotions as well. And it's a similar thing, but you use your own fingers. And I just want to kind of compare the two and kind of just see what it's like. And so what you can do is, like I said, I've taught it in a past episode, is just with your one hand, take the tip of your thumb and tap the side tip of the inside of your finger. So go with your first finger, middle finger, ring finger, and pinky. And you just keep tapping. And you can do this in your lap if you're at work, under your desk, if you're at school, if you're in the car. Like no one's going to see it and you're not going to feel self-conscious about it. So as you're feeling these emotions, you start to feel anxiety, recognize this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling this anxiety come up and it's showing up for whatever reason, even if you don't know, and that's okay, it's showing up and I feel it. I start to feel it in my stomach and in my chest. It tightens up and it's hurting and and I start to get blurred vision and I, you know, I start to shake and my body is feeling so anxious right now. And you start saying those words while you're tapping and you just keep repeating whatever comes to your mind. It's okay. I'm feeling this anxiety and it's so, so painful and it's so out of control and it's so hard. And I am losing all ability to start to see something better. And it's just so foggy. And, you know, all the things that are coming up for you, say it while you're tapping the side of your finger and just keep going until you can get to a place of, oh, I'm starting to feel this tingling going away. I'm beginning to feel my stomach is less tight and it's feeling so much better. My my chest is loose and open and all of these things. And as you're starting to recognize that you're processing this emotion, you can literally start feeling better. But you don't want to replace the emotion with something else until you actually start processing through that other emotion so that you gain the strength and the power to really understand it and to overcome it as you can in days to come. So every day in the future, you know exactly how to deal with it and you feel more empowered and you're saying, I know how to deal with hard things. I know how to deal with these emotions. I am no longer afraid of feeling my feelings because I know it's just a feeling. It's just a vibration in the body. It's just something telling me that there's something going on, whether it's something going on in my brain or something going on in my body. It's telling me to just slow down, reconnect with myself and breathe. Okay. So here's these few tips. I hope that you can apply them as soon as you have the chance and see how they work for you. And if you have any questions, reach out to me, follow me on Facebook at Emily Pete and Insights from Emily on Instagram and then www.insightsfromemily.org and let's get connected, get you on a mini session and see if any of these tips and any of these ways in which I am able to offer support could benefit you. Have a fantastic week. See ya.
Thank you for showing up and being part of the Becoming You Forever community. If any of this is valuable to you, I ask that you would share with others. Just go ahead and share the link. And you could also get onto iTunes if you have the opportunity and share a review and leave me a five star because I know that that's how you are. You show up and you just help and serve so many other people. We help one another as we share what is of value to us. And I am so grateful to be here. If you do not have a coach and you are seeking more support and just need more clarity in your life and want more harmony and confidence to thrive and to become that next level version of yourself, I would love to be your coach and I would love to support you however I can. So go ahead and just reach out at www.insightsfromemily.org.